0: hello everyone welcome back to the hsbg podcast i'm your host educate collins i'm here with my constant co-host shady bunny shady how you doing i'm doing great collins how are you today i'm doing pretty well had a good rest and uh, had a lot of cool things in the hearthstone scene kind of pop up and i'm definitely playing more hearthstone as well so Definitely have a lot to talk about here, and it's it's definitely going to be a nice one today. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy for that. That's good. good I bet you up. are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but overall, you know, we do have, I do want to jump right into it. You know, we have our weekly overdue, but we'll be talking about our week throughout the podcast anyways, but first things off, most important thing battlegrounds announced a new season season four now i personally have not been paying attention to any of these season things i'm like what is season three or whatever like that's really not um, stood out to me but apparently we're in season four and definitely for season four they're going to be doing a couple things so buddies are going away and there's a new ETC World Tour, which translates into a new hero and tons of new minions. So what's your thoughts on this? What's your thoughts on buddies moving away, new minions, etc., etc.? et, cetera, et cetera. Are, you, are you happy about that? Are you sad? You know, that kind of uh, thing. I mean, I think it's inevitable
1: at this point okay. where they introduce a the mechanic and then it goes away. So it's, I could have played this patch for several more months. Mm-hmm. I'm having a great time, but that's, yeah. that's generally the case for me if I am having fun in the meta. So yeah, it's more just like, okay, this is just how it is, right? Like the the time is up, new season, the mechanic goes away, might come back, maybe new mechanic gets
0: introduced. Uh, But no, I mean, it looks fun, for sure. It's a lot of stuff uh, to explore. Looks fun. It sounds like you've already looked through it, you know? Interesting. (laughs) looked and experienced oh spoilers man i'm you know i'm gonna be looking at these for the copium first time not really okay (laughs) all right right, that's how it's gonna be (laughs) but uh before we do i i think one of the most important things i wanted to talk about specifically was this keyword update for poison i thought this was like important enough to mention but they are updating some keywords in battlegrounds Poisonous is being removed and Bob's Heron is being replaced by a new baron's keyword venomous so during each round of combat the first minion that is damaged by a venomous minion is instantly destroyed but not these uh you know, following minions that get hit so venomous only procs for the first tick of combat damage then afterwards it's completely gone so Definitely think this is interesting. It means like there's no more poison minions, I believe. All of them are gone, but they yeah, do have they more have, like, poison keywords. Yeah. yeah, we do have more venomous minions in the game. Uh, what's what are like your initial thoughts? I guess this is like more of a deeper dive, but like just like it, like sure. your first thoughts in terms of like, oh, poison's gone. Did you miss poison? Do you do you think this is like good replacement that kind of thing? Uh, not not full metal, but like just like initial thoughts. Obviously, your opinions will change over time.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the instinct is that that's too weak because mm-hmm. I really okay. I, I like the game right now, Okay. and I really like the ability to to pivot and stuff. The um, yeah. So we've uh, I can't really talk about. it. Yeah, yeah go for it. Go for it. For, yeah, you uh, you played tested it. Okay. We have play tested, right? So we 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 know how it feels. At least initially. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as Colin say, uh, opinions might change. We
0: did play test uh, in different groups. So yes, yes, that might change our opinions and like we were We have some different experiences but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You were um, playing with like RDU and stuff. I was playing with dog, dog, and crib, okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> so- <laughs> Oh boy. All right. Yeah. We um
1: so yeah, you have one charge of right, poison right. essentially. That's what venom is, right? right? So you have one charge of poison, and it was just exceptionally sad to to see a token bump into the venom minion and then it loses venom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was yeah. savage. Uh, in our lobby, there were uh, I mean two times in a row in the finals, it was yeah. just someone with like a giga trickster with parrot. Okay. Because if you if you can't reliably uh, poison your board what's someone to stop from making like a 200 health trickster with right. like a reborn golden macaw and you're right. like well all my units have 500 health and it doesn't really matter that they don't have that much damage if everything is that much health then you know and like the reborn macaw bumps into the venom unit like uh-huh. oh, oh, there goes your poison right yeah. so yeah. <laughs> it felt very uh, you felt you felt very very much like oh I guess it's over okay. like I didn't you know, when you're in that spot, you're like, what the hell do I do, right? How do I counter that when my opponent just went all in on health? What do I do when I have these, like, shitty poison units that mm-hmm. get bumped into by my macaw and then it's over? Yeah. So I will... I, I do approach every patch in good faith. Uh-huh. So please don't, you know, especially towards the listeners, please don't take this as me saying, like, oh, this was a horrible decision, right? Um It's very possible that after uh several days of playing i really come to understand okay this is now how we do things and um like for instance there was um a huge change to quillbore where quillbore now have the ability to make gems stronger individually mm-hmm. so in one of my games every single one of my gems was adding 15 damage
0: huh that is a, that is a form of poison i right i, like, I did not play quillbore's <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they're not, they're not. I, I i heard i heard i heard but uh, i i did not personally play any quillboard comps in my all and i played the ton in, like five hours right where
1: i had uh i had two quillboard games okay. uh one of them was so nice because it was alakir
0: with it, a parrot it's gonna be it so interesting because we probably had completely different experiences right so it's like oh i did yeah, this yeah. and you're like oh i did this because we didn't talk yeah, afterwards because it was we, too we late were, yeah i was so tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so tired.
1: So, yeah. Um, Uh, without expanding too much on it that is my initial feeling my initial Mm -hmm. feeling is that the thing that poison is supposed to do is to counter large health and it's now very difficult to do that if your opponent with the large health also takes a precaution which means you know i have some shitty uh tokens right to get rid of your stuff or i have several taunts where you will not access the thing that you need to poison before your venom minion loses the venom, um, things like that. Yeah. So that is the uh, that is the initial take where I, I'm not that big of a fan. But we'll see, like I said, the replacement might be, hey, we're giving you the opportunity to make really high attack things and you could counter it that way. That's yeah. possible that we're just going to see a mentality shift in um
0: how you uh, how you approach someone with a lot of health okay yeah so i i'm similar to your opinion maybe a little bit less um worried i do think maybe they it would be nice to still have something with poison just to have like an answer but um i think it's definitely going to be more stat centric meta i think that's pretty clear with the way it functions and also, uh, Venomous is not even that um, versatile in terms of how many minion types have it. It's still pretty limiting in terms of, like, Murlocs are really still the main driver of Venomous. So when Murlocs aren't in, it's you still have that same kind of problem where it's like, where do I get Venomous? Oh, it's just Mantid and a couple other minions that aren't, like, yeah. as, as uh, prevalent. So it's still, like, even... Even with the change, you still have that same like, oh, is Murlocks in? Oh, I guess I guess you know, it's a stat war now. And it's even more now with, with some of the changes. So I, I do think that yeah. is pretty evident. I will say that I I Leroy's still in, right? So what I've seen people do, at least in my playtest, was people just make big Leroy's, right? So that they don't die to those small chumpers and they actually get a uh, a, a reliable kill, so that might be something people start doing more. Just having these big Leroy's, and as well as just having these um, Venom minions maybe farther back, or or after um, after your taunts or so, because that, that at least that's how I did it. So I I I I won some games, kind of scammy in a way with <laughs> with some Venom minions, and I was like, oh, Shady would have been proud. And the way I did it was I just had these big taunts just kind of taking the damage. And then I had the venomous kind of dealing with things left over. I would say definitely if your opponent is running like spammy spam summoners or, or like any flood summoners, it's it's pretty doomed, right? But usually those decks don't have huge minions, I would say. Uh, there were some... What, what was really annoying is people with lots of summon starts and then a, like two big chunkers in the back like that was really hard especially if those had taunt because those those summoners would just like clear everything and then the chunkers would just wipe the the board so that type of board state might be too problematic in that there's like nothing you can do if if you can't deal with it but i like our na team was very like stat oh stat is good okay i will just make 500 500s every game and it was just like come on guys what are you doing it was just like there was a guy with Terragosa. like he had like a thousand health and the opponent just had like 400 attack minions and it's just like yeah i still win <laughs> i mm-hmm. had a i had a couple thousand health on my targets yeah. so good so uh, you know there's definitely ways to make really large minions and you could definitely see the the power of early scaling i guess in terms of how it it keeps rolling like an early magma lock was just like oh okay (laughs) here's your gigantic minion and it's just bigger than everything else and it keeps getting bigger every turn by just playing so you you don't get contested right and and things like that so Uh I, i i'm definitely noticing that that there's no limiting factor to just focusing on scaling where normally you were worried that the end game people would transition to Venom. Now it's not as, um, it's not as reasonable to do that. And and you can just rely on having these big minions being your win condition. Uh,
1: Something that came to mind Mm -hmm. when you were uh, explaining the, oh, you just have a bunch of Little shits and then two big minions in the back. Mm. Remember when I was just uh going very like heavy into that Mithrax meta where like oh, I just got a Mithrax, and a yeah, bunch of yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be, that might be the new uh meta, right? Where instead of a bunch of poisons, you have like a mythrax and a bunch of summoners to yeah, a bunch of summon stuff, yeah, yeah. So, but that's that's exciting, right? That's like cool stuff to test and to figure out. Um. All right, cool. I, I think that's indeed good to to you know see our initial take on it and see how it changes. Yeah. By the next episode, see if we feel uh,
0: whether it, it matters or not. Is is it coming out by the next episode? Oh, it, it should, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. We'll, we'll have it on the ninth. So okay. And, yeah, yeah well, Of course it will. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Now it's time to talk about the playtest event in in actuality, right? So we did get access to the new cards. We got all of them as well for around five hours. Our our group leader was Salissa and she was very like every I, I there was no break essentially like the longest before a game wait time was like maybe 20 seconds but normal average time was like three seconds you, you you're in and then you're right into the next game she was very honest so we played like i don't know like eight matches or something like that over the course of um, nice, uh, yeah five hours so we had a lot of play testing done but overall uh i mean if i want to generally start definitely felt i felt like i definitely had an advantage because i hadn't played that much buddy meta and it, i i felt like especially at the beginning people are like doing buddy stuff mentally well i was mm. just like i'm just gonna level the five level the six <laughs> get the big broken cards i didn't read a lot of the cards uh before i started so i was just kind of learning what to do i was like oh this looks good this looks good and definitely and cars <laughs> on it I, I was like, wait, Feldbat doesn't eat itself? Like, I was like learning that on the fly, like <laughs> you know, that kind of things. And I um, had a lot of good games. I definitely felt like something that I was pretty happy about was that I didn't know what was the best, like, very late into the playtest. And normally, when I do a playtest, like, by like turn, by like game four, I'm like, oh, this is broken. I guess I forced this. And I didn't really have that feeling uh, the whole way through. I was, I didn't really know, like, oh. I Obviously, I knew some things were, like, broken or good. But I didn't know, like, oh, is there anything that was, like, outlier? I need to force this every single time or anything like that. I didn't really get that feeling. You're, you're saying that you didn't know that before? but Or are you saying even after playing, nothing stood out to you? Um, There are some things that stood out to me, but not... It doesn't feel like oh this is going to be the only thing I'm doing day one feeling where mm-hmm. some some okay. things w- with like um you know it, it, well any any meta like Naga meta or like you know um what's yeah. that other thing yeah there's there's always something that's like oh I'll just do that
1: so maybe I was uh, either ill informed or the interaction that, uh, the way I saw it. But I was I was told that literally every NA lobby was just all fireworks upbeat.
0: Okay, so so I will say uh, upbeat duo. Uh, Okay, upbeat duo. Yes, (laughs) was broken. But you can do upbeat duo with a lot of stuff. Uh, It is which is probably why it's broken, right? So that card that card in itself, yes, is definitely broken. But it opens up a lot of combos, which is which is something and I will say yes there were some people in my in my lobbies forcing a beat every game but they weren't winning every game to be fair mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were forcing it every game just
1: so, twitch chat like <laughs> wanting to get a narrative there and be like uh yeah they, they yeah, were so, they, so for anyone for anyone just listening like what are they talking about um there is a new minion which has battle cry target a minion and then that minion will come to your hands Two turns later. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the second turn. So uh, when you finish your first turn, that's the end of the first turn. Then you finish your second turn, and the card already pops in. So it's not that long of a wait. Mm-hmm. The, um, the way how I used it, where it was completely ridiculous, right? I got a brand mm-hmm. and I targeted my Bram, which meant I got a golden brand.
0: Well, you were playing um, Millhouse, right? House, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, that
1: was a disgusting interaction where the upbeat a uh, minion remembers what it targeted. So when you triple it, you not only get the new target, but you also get the old targets. So because I had a golden brand, this one upbeat minion was giving me 10 cards to my hand. <laughs> so not only 10 cards, 10 cards that I already owned. Wait, so was, then I was could...
0: giving you 10 cards? Oh, because you well, tripled yeah. the upbeat. OK, OK, OK. okay. I tripled okay, the okay, upbeat yeah, yeah, with yeah. a golden brand. Yeah, yeah, OK, I got you.
1: Yeah, so this—I mean—so obviously
0: ten. not balanced.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. ten cards to your hand every, every two, two turns. Two, yeah, two turns. I hear you. And you it, just have you two get fireworks
0: triples.
1: on the board. Yeah. No, 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 no. So you have a fireworks on the board. I have two of them, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what? What that means is, every single card I got was a pair
0: mm-hmm.
1: or a triple. Right. So seven minions on your board 14, mm-hmm. 14 plus fourteen, fourteen, plus fireworks activation
0: yeah times 10 <laughs> yeah 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 i know dog did this too and I everybody. Mean, that dog, so, he just passed his yeah. whole game he just passed every turn and he was just scaling like plus yeah, it was yeah. like a hundred something every turn it was like what like, can you do he's not passing the, he doesn't have uh he doesn't mm-hmm. have space right but yeah it's, well it's, no he would just sell like so every two turns he would just sell his 10 cards and get, get a bunch of new cards yeah, yeah, yeah. like, every, <laughs> like, yeah, like nothing else to do if, if you're getting 140, 140, then
1: yeah. you know what's why. Well, would yeah, try?
0: why do anything else? I, I hear you. Plus 140, plus 140
1: is pretty good. Like we're getting plus 70, plus 70 per turn for doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, just just put that. That I would say is the definitely the outlier of the of the playtest where we're like, oh. F- yeah, and and this is always the case when new shit gets designed and it's like you have an option to go real greed lord mode like good players are really good at getting away with that because they make the right plays early where they have the health they have the power on the board and then they transition into this and because i think it's easy as a play tester to be like yeah okay that's kind of cool but uh, you can die i was like no, no no if they do it right they're not gonna die
0: and yeah. then whenever yeah it's ahead. annoying because yeah. the opponents are good, right? It's like ah oh, yes. like <laughs> they'll do it, they'll they'll do it. <laughs> so
1: that is, I mean, obviously my case, right, with the golden brand is a bit of an outlier, but then again, if you have a brand, you have a brand because you target the brand. <laughs> right, so yeah, it's really it's not that hard, right? You get one brand, it means you get two more brands because the upbeat duo works with brand so you can target the brand and so yeah it's a very very reliable way of tripling your brand and then once you have a golden brand you're um so what i what i did was i used the uh second duo to target the duo right so i tripled the duo as well and then it's just
0: disgusting from there uh anyways that is uh that is definitely something to highlight yeah that is Um, the outlier okay i will you're right i i guess i should that that card is not balanced but it's a flexible card, which is why I wasn't saying that is like, oh. Um, yes, getting a bunch of extra copies of your Anything you want. Yeah, it's broken. I agree with that. Uh, okay. Getting
1: getting two more Felbats, getting two more thisas getting two more Orgozoas, right? I mean, that's obviously always good.
0: So. Mm. But in terms of actual compositions, I saw a lot working in, in terms of like, oh, are people winning with? I didn't see a lot of Beast wins, though I heard Beast was good in your Lobby, so I don't know. Um, But, like, Max was fine. Elementals was fine. Cobras was surprisingly good, you know, because it's not historically been good. Um, I mean, if your gems are adding over
1: 10 damage per gem, like, my Charlie was literally like, oh, everything gets plus 15
0: damage.
1: Because Charlie says play a gem, right? So once your gems have been boosted, it's like I, like two Charlies on the board. You're like thirty damage on everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I wonder yeah. what's the best way to talk about the test. Do you want to go over like the um the what's it called the cards themselves and like what they what they you know how what they kind of jump out to you in yeah. terms of like oh you remember this about this card or do you want yeah sure sure sure
1: so I I'll, I'll quickly um. So I'll probably just limit myself initially to like three things to talk about, three okay. things that stand out. Um, so one we've mentioned is the duo. So I'll see if I want to get uh, three others. The um, the first thing is that there is a naga that provides. Stealth on spellcraft. Ah,
0: yes, I know what naga you're talking about.
1: Yes, and this naga is not bound by type, which means that you can stealth anything on your board. Silent swimmer, and that is I'm a problem on the board, because this was I, uh, in terms of experience, in terms of player experience, I was having a ton of fun playing Quillbor, and then I met a board with a stealth baron and frogs.
0: Yeah. I don't and like that frogs you know. are in the game. I got to be honest. Exactly.
1: Like it does not, like when your opponent has, because not only is it a spellcraft that provides stealth, it also adds plus so three five plus health.
0: Five. five. Plus five so health, so you're never getting you're,
1: Yes, you're not going to zap it. So because the, the instant reply people have, oh, well, zap works versus stealth, doesn't?
0: No, it because it's got fucking
1: extra stats. So it's like the zap protection is built in. So you're not zapping it, you're not randomly hitting it, and we all know what happens when frogs have a baron that cannot die. It's pretty damn good at that stage. It's, so it's
0: maybe too good, some would say.
1: It's It's absolutely too good. So, I mean, we saw this with stolen gold, right? When you had stolen gold, what happened was people would just force frogs, and instead of the baron having stealth, it was just golden immediately, which means that you would just get a few hops from the Golden Baron with the Golden Frog, and, that's all you and it was already over. Yes, like, if the Baron then died, they were still big enough to beat you. And it's, it's not so much the perfect end game that I'm talking about, because, yes, we can talk about perfect endgame where your opponent has the time to find their own Golden Baron with their Golden Blaster, AoE the board, right? It is not that frogs are unbeatable, but once a frog player, let's say, on 9 gold or 10 gold, finds this combo, you beat anyone in the mid-game. Because in the mid-game, people don't have a Baron and a Golden Blaster to AoE or shit. So, if frogs in the mid-game have access to a Stealth Baron, like, they win every round. And that's... that's, I mean, that's so disheartening, because I had this sweet, sweet uh, Quillbore comp, and yes, sometimes you lose to a frog, because you just can never kill the Baron, and it's annoying. But I actually had a good board, but because... But the frog player did not even have a great bar, but it's like i mean if the baron literally can't die then they you know <laughs> they're gonna win
0: i also yeah. don't understand why this cards like in the game like what is the stealth doing for Nagus? yeah like it just exactly. buffs other compositions and makes it toxic it also makes avenge yeah. like too good like because Avenge yeah. when it yeah. lives is like so good and this just says it always lives till the end so
1: absolutely so i I want this changed to give another friendly Naga stealth. That and then is, shield, that's stealth fine. your Pashmar, sure. Yeah, whatever. That's, that's cool. Because I, I think that Nagas are absolutely not OP. I like playing Nagas, but I don't think they're OP. Your Pashmar getting sniped is frustrating. I get it, right? So I think, essentially, the text will be stealth your Pashmar. <laughs> but that, I think that's fine, right? Because, I mean, the Spellcraft itself, plus 3, plus 5, you pick that up in the mid-game, you're like, okay, that's good. All right, that's solid. I, the, why this is at all possible that they can target Baron is beyond me. That's really one where I think they just massively dropped the ball. I don't understand. It's going to create so much frustration when you see people running into this. Like, it's going to be on the forums immediately, people complaining, like, oh, my God, I couldn't target this frog. Because people already complain more about frogs at low MMR, right? It's like, oh, frogs are so strong, because frogs don't get properly countered at low MMR. So now you imagine this thing, all they need is to find uh, the stealth and, let's say, Frog and then two sewer rats or something. And it's already really hard to beat that because, uh, you you know, that exponential scaling. Anyways, so that's, that's the biggest thing that stands out to me in terms of player experience. I do think that, on average, the upbeat fireworks thing does have more impact on the game because it's in every single lobby. It's a neutral combo. And then I guess uh, my final one would be uh, mechs. Mechs felt really, really good. The, um, the mech avenge guy. The three six That's oh, uh, mech guy. yeah. So there is a mech avenge guy uh, for avenge, put a magnetic in your hand.
0: Yeah, get a random magnetic mech. Yeah.
1: yeah. So there are a couple new magnetics as well.
0: Yeah. There is
1: a uh, two drop magnetic yeah. that gives you, yeah, go oh, ahead.
0: Sorry, no, no, no. Go, go for it. <laughs> okay.
1: So there, there is a two drop, which is kind of like Gruul, but one one. So plus one, plus one per turn. And then there is a three drop that gives you one extra gold per turn. So what happens is you get two of these guys in the back, you have your Avenge setup, and then you just end up putting a ton of magnetics on your cards. Then you find Utility Drone, which is the new Mech 5-drop, and that text is so bonkers that like you might read it at first and you're like, eh, how good is that? And then you see it proc one time, you're like, that's really fucking good, okay. <laughs> the text is, uh, for each magnetization on your Mech, Give it plus one, plus one at the end of turn. So this is not a combat buff, it is a permanent buff. So what that means is you have your mech avenge guys in the back who farm two, four, six magnetics every turn. Like I've had juicy boards, right, with busters and stuff and kanger where it just didn't end. You're like, oh. <laughs> so you can absolutely get six magnetics per turn with that. And then just think of the scaling here where... um each turn, you're adding an additional permanent plus six plus six per turn. So, plus six, uh, well, let's not say every turn, because obviously at the start, you're not farming six magnetics. But it, it was disgusting, right? Because then you can play a second utility drone, and now you're gaining, I don't know, like, a shit ton of stats per unit every turn. Then you play a dracarian enchanter, and then you double everything. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the, the, the finishing blow is the six-drop mech has the text, every time you magnetize on something also cast it here so the six drop gets every single magnetic also applied on itself which means that when you have the utility drone when you get the dracari enchanter this thing just like rdu and myself were in the finals and our guys were like 400 400. it's insane yeah, like, dog it
0: was... dog was doing this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i remember it. And he was punching people oh. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I I, uh, I won two times with this. <laughs> I got it twice, and I, both were wins. Because I mean, because you just get module on everything, right? Because you're getting magnetics the whole time. So everything is moduled. You keep your avenge Guy unmoduled until the end of the game. And then you're like, all, right, all in, taunt my guy as well. Um, you have a deflectobot. You pick that up in the mid-game somehow. And then you just ram a bunch of magnetics on it. And it will easily get plus 100 100 by the time you have to start relying on it. Uh, like, I had one Deflecto Boy coming in fresh, and it was instantly like 50 50 or some insane stuff. Because, I mean, I did unload a bunch of magnetics on it, but still, like, disgusting. Because I already had the utility drone on the board. Then you put, uh, I don't know, like two War Gears, two Menaces, a couple of those smaller magnetics on there. And and it's, uh, yeah, it's it's so insane. So. That That is probably my experience if I were to limit it to those three. And then, obviously, there's some small things where, um, you know, Quillboard for me, were good, but a little overshadowed by, you know, the Stealth Baron and the mechs. And then uh, Trickster stuff, uh, also with Quillboard, because there's a Quillboard that can make gems deal more damage, but there's also a Quillboard that can make gems have more HP. So if you uh, can play a bunch of that, then you can put a lot of HP on your Trickster. And because Poison is much more difficult to manage now because it's venomous, uh, yeah, huge Trickster Macaw is useful. So yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a TLDR of my experience from the playtest.
0: I would love for me to have like that type of perfect memory where I'm like, oh yeah, this is my experience. So what I'm going to do is actually <laughs> going to figure okay, out what sure. I actually did. All right, so I, I, I did not have like, I didn't, okay, so you actually knew what the cards did. Right.
1: Well, no, no, no. The 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 mech stuff and the pirate stuff. I so we were told. Right. Funny story. Which I didn't which know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colin's, i it's hilarious, right? Because I, I mean, I want to say I want to say I prepped, but in reality, uh, half an hour before it started, I looked through the cards of the types I thought they were going to be in. So <laughs> uh, we were told that a mech quillbore pirate and something wasn't going to be in, and uh, we fire up the game. And they're in, <laughs> so we're like, that's a surprise because um, they they are now releasing the types in waves. So when the patch gets released, we're only going to have six types in the game. And oh then really? I didn't gonna... know that.
0: Okay. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. So this is part of just giving everyone as because, in when every type gets reworked, imagine you know for us. Like yeah, we I was fine with it.
0: I, I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we get, we, get, we get dropped in that and it's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll learn on the fly. But just imagine if you're a casual player that has a, you know, limited amount of games per day or even per week, right, that they can play. Imagine how difficult it is. Like every single thing gets reworked and it's like 10 different types and you need to sort of learn all of that. So I think that's a good idea when they do this big of a change, say, okay, these six types first, Probably so that there's one band rotating, so it's not always the same ones. And then you uh you add more of them over the course of that week or uh maybe even longer than a week. Uh so yeah, cool. Uh but yeah, that that was the funny thing. Uh mix, we're not supposed to be in. So I was like, oh, what are these things? <laughs> so but yeah, 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 whatever. That's the uh that was the funny start of the playtest. Like, oh, I guess everything's in. Like I was I was like ready, like uh should I? Kill the game? Here? Like, are we supposed to show this on stream? Like, are we getting in trouble? And it's like, no, 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 you're fine. Just keep playing. All right.
0: <laughs> I want to say that I did not do that much unique stuff. Like, I didn't really abuse the new cards. I was just like, oh, I remember this card. <laughs> oh, you were that guy. Right. We so- uh, we had XD like.
1: Killing me with stomper with zero new cards on the board, and I was like, "Bro, are you fucking real?" Like,
0: <laughs> well, I get invited mean, to the playtest and kill me with zero new cards well, on your well, board. No, 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 I, I did play the. I played a ton of new cards. I'm just saying, I, like, I, there were some people that fully committed to like the new archetypes. So, it, like, Pocky, Dog, Dog, Crypt, right? Those people were like fully trying like the new stuff here and I was just like oh I guess this is good or or things that I didn't think was bad uh there was oh my god there was a crazy game where I played Ragnaros so and I know you're gonna hate me on that and I pop- popped it turn five turn five
1: Whoa,
0: what happened so
1: just keeps or
0: what? Ha- no no so there's this beast right there's this beast with uh yeah, yeah. that summons two zero zero ones or something like that and what happened was dog dog was playing like two of these beasts with Nazat, and i was just like oh my god he's he's just pumping me so i killed like i don't know like 16 17 minions in in that one fight and it popped it popped perfectly it was like the craziest thing i've ever seen i was like oh my god you just gave me like Seventeen a, minion kills in one fight and popped it like perfectly popped that final hit. I was just like, oh.
1: "That's Thanks. the chef's kiss. Like mm-hmm. seventeen kills one fight. <laughs> yeah, it, it, no, it, that's uh, that's a good enough to rag. It, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at should peace. that's in, a YouTube, by the way. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. YouTube. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. I I need to work on on the uh, on that stuff. So yeah, definitely. Um, I did some games with um. Uh, battle Battlemaster, right? Battlemaster being dropped to um town tier four was pretty good for me. Uh especially, you know, you lose early, then you pump it, you pump it a little bit. So I was doing like a fell bat with this battle master thing. That was that was a lot hard to deal with. A lot of people are also utilizing Azul. I do think like once people get better at the meta, people just have like always poisons or something to deal with the Azul, unless you're taunting everything. But I, I think it's it, it was scaling super strong, but I just think if you have like Leroy's and stuff, you'll be able to to deal with that. Something something I thought was really cool was the Murloc combos. Like, Murlocs were so different. I, I don't know if they, you're, yeah.
1: you're. So I, I really wanted to play Murloc, but they were banned in all but one game, I feel. It was okay. really sad. Okay. I really well, wanted to well, play well, them. We,
0: we played a ton of Murlocs. And boy was it cool? So I thought they were trolling with the cards. So, like, Scourfin, give a random in your hand, plus five, plus five. Dream um, yeah, yeah. Counter, when this is in your hand, after you play a Murloc gain plus three, plus three. I was like, how are you going to make this work? But Pocky really demonstrated I definitely felt he fully theorycrafted what his board was going to be because it was so clean. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, perfectly clean. He had um, Shutterwalk, right? So he could proc a Battlecry. Mm-hmm. What he okay. what he was doing was he was procing Lookout to get more minions he had also had a double macaw with the taunt murloc i believe what card is it there was like a taunt murloc that your battle cries i don't know if it's a murloc actually but there's a taunt that yeah, your battle yeah yeah there, there, there is a taunt death rattle. yeah it's
1: a neutral rock the adjacent it's a dragon i believe okay. or a beast dragon or a beast one of the two um might be beast uh so it's it procs the um adjacent battle cries so that makes sense i guess
0: yeah yeah i'm looking for it i'm looking for it yeah yeah yeah. there it is yeah yeah triggers the battle cries of adjacent minions so he had two macaws with this procking um lookouts and then he had the the um the murloc that summons your highest tier minions in the game the bass grill with just like five bream counters in his hand, so the thing—the thing about the um, the bass grill is that it doesn't—it locks out the minions you're summoning, so you can't summon the same minion every time in your hand. But mm. but he had huge bream counters because he's getting like ten murlocs every game from so he this. Was running multiple uh, basilisks. Right. Well, he just he just needed one because he had the macaw, right? So the macaw would proc. Uh, would reborn right? It would proc either. It oh, would proc everything.
1: So did you just, uh, just leave it, uh, some board space for that then, or what was uh, like?
0: Well, yeah. So, so his his first card was like a golden scourfin. So this one has uh, when it dies, it gives a random minion yeah. your hand plus ten plus ten or plus five plus five, but ten plus ten if it's golden. Right, 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 so he has that yeah. to die to fill space, and then the taunt minion also die proc like multiple times give space and then he summons like 200 200 murlocs from his hand like i was just like what is this i didn't know you could do that he just has 200 200 minions coming out of his hand and they all just scaling it was like the craziest thing i was like oh i guess i guess it works but it, it looked perfect it looked it looked like it was like a perfect setup for the combination but it was so it was so fancy looking. I was just like, "Damn, okay, you know, Pocky doing stuff." So that was that was super super cool. The the
1: sick thing about that is that your your biggest minion is literally not on the board.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, poisons were like, like
1: useless. <laughs> you get get rid of the weapons, <laughs> right? You just put the baskills skills in the back, and you're just like, I mean, I'm, my big minion is literally not on the board, bro. Like, you can't hit it. <laughs>
0: it it, was it was absolutely cool i was like oh my god i didn't know this was like i thought they were like so i was just reading the cards for the first time and like there was a card like summon your highest health or your highest Mm -hmm. thing in your head i'm just like how is this playable and then pocky comes in like oh here's how you do it (laughs) it was like it was so fancy so that that was that was super cool as well as um i did a lot of elemental stuff personally i don't know it's it's because i like i like magma lock right so I, I wanted to try
1: going with like rock rock but the um the games were just very, like we did not really play with merlocks. we did not really play with elementals i think one person won one lobby with
0: elementals what's rock rock oh rock rock after you play a elemental give your minions plus one attack oh okay yeah yeah i didn't we i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it seems good, right? When you are cycling like that, just like we. Okay, so for Elementos, the the things that really stood out for me. So it looks like Roblox and Elementals you didn't really like, so I could talk about these. So yeah, great. The six drop Element of Surprise, right? This minion can trip with Elemental, absolutely crazy. I would say it turns. You know the 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 quality of life where you have a pair. Every, like yeah. the pairs will shine all elementals just start shining <laughs> it's just like okay <laughs>
1: you have to be so essentially when you um so just to clarify the mechanic for right. the listeners so let's say you have a wildfire mm-hmm. and an elemental of surprise yeah when you buy a second wildfire it mm-hmm. will triple it will triple yep and it will receive divine shield?
0: Yes. So so that's another thing. I, I, I was playing with like golden magma locks and then I, I golden my second one, right, with the elemental surprise. And I'm just like, why did these have divine shields? <laughs> and then chat's like, what these different? it's had divine shield for like five turns. You've done that. I was like, no, I had not noticed. that. So you triple with these, they give your card divine shield. That is so strong with any, with the wildfire cleaves, with magma lock, you're getting divine shield on these huge scaling minions. It's definitely something that you're going to have to be super cognizant of. And then another thing that I thought was really super crazy was the, um, what's it called the upbeat upstart so taunt at the end of every second turn sets this minions health to the highest in your warband so the golden version of this it sets the minions health to double the highest in the warband and it can target itself right think about that it could target itself so you know what happens every time it will just double its stats so there was a there was a player with Jarkari Enchanter as well, right? Which which Damn. procs your end of turns double, and then it will, What happens is this card hits itself, it doubles, and then it doubles again. So it, it goes from like eighty health to like three hundred eighty health, and then if it, you wait two turns, that thing's gonna quadruple it, every every two turns. That's so busted that has to be changed. Right, so that's uh, that that <laughs> that is not <laughs> as balanced at all <laughs> uh, I do I have seen this one
1: time, and then, um, see, this is where the stealth Nog is also so incredibly toxic. they just use the stealth naga on this, so again, right, the venom loses the charge before right. the minion ever attacks or gets hit uh obviously there I mean, I'm not saying that it can never work there are intelligent ways you can do it by playing some tokens on your board for instance if you are the venom player to delay your venom minion from attacking and then uh, sort of like luring the taunt out of stealth and then letting the venom connect but that is so elaborate and so rng dependent and and all that so yeah it it will be very interesting to see so also guys if you are listening and this is the first time that you see such a significant change to battlegrounds uh it's going to be fine Just let me tell you that. Uh, There will be broken things at the start and people will abuse it. I would say just go with it. That's all I was to say. Go with the crazy at the start. Do the crazy things. Have some fun. Don't take it too seriously. Usually they're pretty fast at um, adjusting or even removing the really egregious offenders. And then, you know, there will be things that are too strong for a while and then things will get nerfed and it will be pretty balanced after that because um, this is something that you really don't want as a game developer or or, uh, just in general, right? If you make the new minions, you do not want people to not play with them because they're Mm, too weak, right? So They are always going to err on the side of caution there and make them too strong rather than too weak so that you actually have a reason to play with the new cards. Uh, We saw this with Diablo when Diablo first came out. Diablo was too weak and the, the correct play was to never pick him. Uh-huh. and that was really annoying now because diablo was such a toxic mechanic turns out you know it's pretty bad when it was good as well because then uh, the entire lobby gets affected but the the principle carries over quite well to cards where um yeah you don't want cards to be too weak at the start so the game is not going to be ruined it's not like oh my god it's it's over and if, if you know it's irreparable or whatever it's just going to get a little crazy at the start people are going to find out what works and then they'll be nerfs. So just go with it, enjoy it, and don't don't be too worried about what the game is going to look like.
0: That's a fair uh, fair caution. I I appreciate that because I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it, and you're like, Wait, it's not that bad. I agree, it's, like, it's not that bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like quadrupling yeah. your stats every two turns, you know, an infinitely scaling minion is you know, maybe a little bit not balanced. <laughs> the Drakari Enchanter worries me
1: because. I, I was calculating it when I was playing the mech game. I was like, I could run a Leroy or I could run a 1-5. Okay, this one five is stronger than Leroy. Yeah,
0: I mean 5, right? Leroy Leroy is worse than everything. So that like yeah, no, to no, me, no, like no, you're no, no. like, I like I don't understand. <laughs> no 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 no
1: Colin. I'm going up against huge taunt divine shielded mechs
0: yeah so the the one five and i don't
1: the... want to run a leroy yeah
0: so the so the one five will be the popper like obviously you play the one five it makes sense to me
1: that's that's some great combat utility compared yeah. to you know a unit that kills anything right through divine shield
0: it's just not as good but
1: but for for combat value right we're not talking scaling but literally combat value was like the one five's better because i'm gaining so many stats
0: on Ooh, i want i want to have a question as go, well go. what do you think is was the weakest archetype or the like minion type that you
1: Oh, played? okay. Um I was messing around a bit with dragons. I did want it to be good and I think it is gonna have so much potential but it
0: felt a bit slow. So dragons, okay, dragons. That's what I do. would have also said. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess it. I guess <laughs> dragons still still struggle. I don't. I just don't think they gave them anything that really was like super premium. I will say Terragosa, yeah. right? Like stuff is is gonna probably be good with the with uh, with Trickster, but in terms of Kali Ghost scaling, I just don't see it. Um... I can absolutely see it, but I think you it's need going a setup. To be one of, you, like you need more setup than yes. other cards. You problem. you need to set up right, so
1: I think it's a Murloc Dragon thing, where mm-hmm. I believe that if you can get Brand, yeah, Cali, right.
0: So you need Brand, right? That's actually yeah, yeah.
1: Brand Kelly. So it's kind of like Merlocks in that regard, where dragons need Brand now because uh, Caligos was reworked in that it now it's very subtle, but it makes a big difference. Yeah, it's a it huge now difference. says it now says when you trigger a battle cry rather than when you play a battle cry this means that brand doubling the triggers also doubles caligo's triggers and that is very important so the um, the setup is that you have a brand you have a cali and then murkai is uh, also reworked in that it is no longer restricted to just Murloc. so if you have Bran Kali Murkai, right? And obviously, you don't need the Murkai straight away, but it's more like a crazy thing that you can add. Um, you can proc a Battle Cry at the end of turn twice, and then not only receive the benefit of the Battle Cry, you also get two Kali
0: procs to your board. Um, I'm definitely so, feeling the power creep, by the way, while, as you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what I
1: have been theory crafting is if you can get Drakisath. So, similar to what we did on Rock in one of our co ops, mm-hmm. you play on tier four and you get a golden Drakasath. Just imagine that being procced, because you also have a five drop dragon, uh, five, I think it's a five drop, that says tr- uh, you can either yeah, discover it a truffle, yeah, yeah, yeah. or trigger a uh, battle cry on your board. So, imagine if you have Bran, golden Drakasath, and you proc the Drakasath twice. <laughs> Uh, you not only get um, the Caligos triggers, you not only get a shit ton of attack on stuff you want, because you're getting two of those golden thingies with a brand on the board, you're also getting two six drops. Uh, but yes, of course, you can uh, you can theorize all you want, you can set up your ideal perfect game state... Um, but what determines of whether a type is strong or not is not what does their absolute ideal board look like? It's how easy do they get to that? The, how often do they survive?
0: The you know? issue a lot of it is that there's nothing really to do till you get Kelly So you're basically not playing Kelly you know, dragons until you get the Kelly because there's there's there's, there's... That's not, not Entirely true though. You
1: have the so you have the two drop. I did this right myself okay. Okay. So You have the two drop dragon that says give your other minions uh, to attack if they are lower attack than this.
0: Oh, that one was good. Okay, I did yeah, play that one. Okay. I, put, I put Dracus
1: Seth on that one, right? So it, it basically- See, but the thing is, armor.
0: I didn't play dragons with this, right? Like there was no need for me to oh, play dragons. Well, I had
1: Bob smuggler, right? So Bob smuggler with this is pretty nice. Okay. Um, The the Bobsmogger also starts stealing damage. But yes, I mean, there's a reason I said my instinct was dragons were the weakest, right? So Mm. this is not me saying like, oh, well, you know, obviously dragons are OP. I'm just saying that there is something to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, compare that to, hey, I'm farming four magnetics every turn and it's all divine shield and I get economy and level and then, you know, you're dragons and you're like, well, I have this elaborate setup that I need to chase and then maybe I can win a game. (laughs) I right. mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's un- incomparable how consistent one is and how inconsistent the other will be.
0: I, I do want to say one um, archetype I did mess around with a lot. Uh, what do you What do you think it was? I know you're you're gonna get it wrong. <laughs> an, an archetype that you were messing around with, with a lot, lot, yeah. Demons? No, it was pirates. <laughs> Pirates, okay. okay. Who would I guess? I'm a pirate player. You take out Hogger and I'm you like... You take out the Hogger and, and call like, him yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yes. okay. well, well, once again, there's also a Cleveland there. <laughs> yeah, right there. Is,
1: okay, so yes. um, Guys, we're not going to be able to cover all the changes, right? So we are now talking about the things that we think are relevant. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, I'm kind of trying the, to go
0: from archetype to archetype. So like minion type. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But I'm saying like I don't even think that all the changes are on the website right now, like all removed minions, for instance.
0: Um, there are some people that tells you the removed minions, but I don't know if the website does.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, like Hydra is out, and yeah. there's now a pirate cleave.
0: Right. Did yeah. you want to talk about the remove stuff? I guess I could find that quickly.
1: We don't necessarily have to talk about it, but this is just to illustrate that it's not like we're adding more cleave to the game. It's just that we've moved it we've from moved beasts it, to yeah. pirates. Yeah. So, but please continue. Pirates have a cleave now. You were missing. Oh, oh,
0: right, right, right. Okay. So, uh, right, because I was, I was going to look for information. But I, there were some cool things with pirates that I was like, oh, okay. So one, one, the one, I guess the one, the most noticeable or notable card for me was actually the four drop pirate, the underhanded dealer. So after you gain gold, gain plus one plus one. I thought this wasn't going to be as good but every time you you sell a minion right you yeah. gain gold so it procs so it's peggy it's like peggy on own. yeah it's so peggy. i had this and peggy right and oh. so so they're both four drops that are on four right so um. i was just like oh you can just run both of these uh very easily and that can be like one of your reliable scaling and i gotta tell you i was playing this minion with barov it was the i was just like come on this is not balanced uh in terms well,
1: of, you say that it's not balanced in terms of barov i played it on millhouse so uh, buy sell buy sell buy sell buy sell buy sell
0: <laughs> yeah but no, please continue but i yeah. mean i have you 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 get three gold right if you're winning your bet so just like here you go just get free and and with having more gold right you get to buy more things and there's a lot of things in the game now that just give you more things right so with uh it's very easy to just like oh here and then into a coin into a thing into a uh you know a gem or whatever but the gems don't help you so i didn't really do that but it was it was very easy to scale this thing and i was like oh this is pretty good kind of kind of peggy feeling peggy i would say so definitely seems like something that gives you uh something to do some of the and then also the uh lovesick bal- uh balladists right give a party plus one health for each gold yeah. spend, it. it was just very oh. easy to end their turn with this thing and get like plus 30 health. It's a Gallywix buddy, right? Yeah, it is a, it is a
1: Gallywix it's buddy. Yeah. literally just picking up a Gallywix buddy. It's like, should we be able to buy Gallywix buddies? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is pretty good. I will say Gallywix
1: is like, ooh, my buddy is back. Let me go, baby. <laughs> I,
0: I will say that the, uh, the Hogger replacement is not him. At all. It's not. Uh he, I why well, play him honestly. Like you get some gold, but it just doesn't feel that that good to play. That you can um I guess triple
1: into early yeah, on yeah. certain boards yeah. or end your turn on. But yes, this that in, instinctively this doesn't feel like an engine to play around. So the text of this new essentially it takes the place of hogger because it's a five drop pirate mm-hmm. uh is a seven six instead of a six six. Mm-hmm. At the start of your turn, gain one gold. Repeat for each other friendly pirate. Now, because of the specific wording, it will interact quite well with the four drop because you'll gain one gold, one gold, one gold, one gold, right? So it'll tick, 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 tick. So there's sense. absolutely things that you can do with Underhand and Dealer. And it's nice to start your turn with extra gold. But you're not going to be rolling it down for Record Smuggler, essentially. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bit, bit sad, but definitely, uh, definitely a fun card. I also feel like they're being safe with the Fleet Admiral, Um, the six drop where you spend eight gold, you get a random pirate. I feel like they're being safe with that. They're trying not to make it super broken, right? Because eight gold is a lot, right? Obviously, you can park it like twice or or so, but still feels like, ah, you know, I don't, I didn't feel like, oh my God, I have to get this. Like, or I win the game if I, you know, grab this card or anything like that. So, wasn't super solid, but pretty happy with the. Uh, the four drops. I guess the all the fours. I, I was happy with the others are because yeah. the cleaves also on four. Right, so the four, I'm a yeah, I'm a four drop pirate fan. Rest of them. Eh. Okay, wow, yeah,
1: that's a lot of tier four. Say. I just had fun with Millhouse doing pretty much anything you wanted to.
0: Yeah. I got yeah. I got offered Millhouse like four times. When I didn't play it a single time. I think <laughs> I think I was too scared. <laughs> I got it offered one time, and I was like, yep let's go have uh, you had like you had really good types for it you know probably copium. <laughs> uh, probably i mean pirates were in and it was
1: really pirates that was it, it's i mean that that's no elementals. Pir-
0: um maybe elementals are in i was watching, elementals were in. I was watching <laughs> it. So you watch the game okay okay okay.
1: yeah no 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 it's not like uh, it, it was just good um okay yeah, it was uh very interesting. The uh it, it just feels like so many things are too strong, but like you say, power creep, it might just become the norm, or maybe it does get dialed back a little bit. It'll be interesting to see how um at high MMR, especially like people really adapt to it and how they because there was this time where for instance Doomsayer was so strong that the entire meta just became oh just like triple into yeah. three drop and go hard and I wonder if um, you know we're going to get something like that right now. Uh, I, I definitely
0: think there are some potential cards that might create that effect, like some you know like that elemental I talked about, <laughs> I think that could do it right. um, and, and cool. things like that. So I, I definitely think there are some problematic cards, but I think those will be removed or changed in some way. so I wonder afterwards, like after the, the first patch, if what things will look like. Uh, I wanted to see if you want to talk about Beast, because I felt like you guys played more Beast than we did. And what was your overall thoughts on that type of Yeah, thing? I mean,
1: in, in general, you have the Baron Frog, right? Beast mm-hmm. angle. And then the other one is you go hard with the Stompers. Okay. So the Stompers, we still know what that does. And then uh, the Frogs do get that one-drop Beast that Doc played against you yeah, that yeah. makes extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of
0: like with Baron on the board. That's a lot of bodies. It was, yeah, and it, it, they come with taunt, right? So it's actually yeah. so annoying. Um, so I don't you know why they're buffing healthcare. frogs. Personally, like I'm, I'm yes. maybe I'm a frog hater. I know I am, but I'm just not like why we probably buffing? should be right. It's, it's a good idea to hate frogs. It's, <laughs> I don't think it's a good uh, game mechanic. Yeah, so I, I'm not in love with it, but. Definitely, definitely weird. Did you, did you play with that 6-drop um, at all, Octosari, Rap God? No, no. We saw, I think, show and Iggsd. Um, I
1: did not really get put in a position where I was playing much Stomper. Okay. Um, so I did not really have much use for this. But So Octosari's text is Death rattles summon a 2-2 tentacle. And then the additional text is it gains plus 2 plus 2 permanently after you summon a minion in combat. Uh, now, what we saw was that the summoned tentacle was not gaining stats in real time, so uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, ew, I'm not sure if it needs to ew. spawn again or if that was a bug. So I'm not, I'm not sure on that. Uh, because ew, my, assumption, my
0: assumption,
1: yeah, my assumption was that the way it says, like it gains two two permanently after you summon a minion in combat. Uh, maybe we were. I'm going. I was very tired yesterday, so I actually want to put a caveat on that. Maybe uh, it was also chat misunderstanding it where uh, maybe everything was already summoned, right? And they were thinking, oh, it is Avenge or something like that. So keep that in mind that I do want to put that out there. That's not 100% certainty, but uh, that's, that's sort of what it came down to when, when we were looking at it. Um, but still, that is... Um, to get that early with Rat Pack on the board <laughs> is, pretty, uh, is pretty good.
0: Yeah, so basically, it, it it sounds like it's you're really relying on either leapers or stomper to carry you for beasts. Uh, you could yeah. still do like some basic mamba burst stuff, but obviously that's not going to carry you, especially in the stat focused meta. Like that's not going to. Yeah. Gonna carry now anything.
1: you you do have crocodile back, so right. the um I think the tier five beast experience can definitely still uh, be like that where you that go mamba burst Uh, But the thing is, Stomper is so good that now the aim is to then transition and trade up into Stomper. So that's... Because I've had so many good Stomper boards in this buddy meta. Um, I mean, three attack per summoned minion. Like a rat's pack pops and it's just like... (laughs) Like, everything goes crazy. Uh, So you do get... Very, very, very high attack. So especially depending on what you're facing, if it is stat based, which I think we are going to see quite a lot of. It doesn't really matter that your rats get like a lot of HP. What matters is you get a shit ton of damage on your board. So especially Golden Stomper with Reborn in the back. Six attack per summon. Like, yeah, that is that adds up, right? And that's that's six attack for the entire board. So so much um yeah, it's really hard to outstat a proper Stomper comp, especially early in the game. So that's that's generally what it feels like. You get the setup with you triple into Mum Bear, you play some Beast, but
0: then you're trying to push for a Stomper in the back. I feel like that might it might get beaten after people understand the math. Uh, what what did you did you see Banana Slammer at all? I never really saw anyone play this. It just didn't seem oh, like okay. it was worth it. So I
1: don't even know exactly if this works in the most favorable interpretation or not. So uh, Banana Slammer text is after you summon a beast in combat, double its stats. Mm-hmm. Does this apply at the end of all the initial buffs, or I, it
0: better? Apply? It yeah better. so like, like uh... does my
1: does my stomper buff it first and then it gets doubled does my mama bear buff it first and then it gets doubled? if it
0: does if mama bear doesn't buff it first like you get me out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> the assumption as well is that i think it's it, most favorable yeah situation. yeah it has to be if it's not it should regardless so it it will I'll, yeah, I'll so it, the text
1: is after you summon, so maybe Mama is like whenever or something. I don't know. Like that could very easily solve it, because uh, I mean that does indicate that it's the last step right after yeah. you summon.
0: Yeah, so I, I, from the beast games, I didn't really see anyone play with this at all. Like you just, some, like, yeah, I
1: mean, like... but this to the shit that we were doing, yeah, we right. Were... Re- <laughs>
0: I agree. <laughs> now i will give my rat plus five plus five
1: <laughs> i mean like it's yeah. like my tall guy just gained extra 400 health this turn or my my upbeat guy gave me 10 cards in my hand and plus 140 40 to the board or my magnetics just you know gained god knows how like it's hard for me to even think about but i can look back at the boards and you know, the six drop at the end game had 400, 400. My deflectos were, or uh, my deflecto was close to 200. Like, some, some crazy shit. Um,
0: Anything yeah. we haven't talked about? I don't think we talked about Quill Like, you've talked Brighton. about how you had, you could yeah, give yeah. them 15 attack, but you haven't really dived deep on what that what sure, that means. Sure, sure.
1: So the, the Quill board dream is that you get the um, four drop Quill board that has Death Rattle give your Blood Gems plus one attack, you triple into that early. So
0: Let me see if I can find...
1: yeah, if you can get them on screen. Uh, we had a, an amazing Alakir game where I had a Parrot, and then I tripled into this thing. So okay. my Alakir gives my Parrot Divine Shield wind fury, which then procs this thing twice. And then I attack with this thing, it dies. So that means that every turn, if I get good combat, I'm gaining three attack. On my blood gems. <laughs> so you can see how it's not hard to get your blood gems up to 15 attack. Uh, what I did after that was uh, trade it out for a selfless, and then I just had Windfirmir Ka with selfless, and on my blood gems gave all my minions huge attack. So then you are essentially playing like a poison Line Shield. Count.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. Uh, so that's why I was thinking. It's almost like um, that undead card, right? The Anubarak. Anubarak, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um,
1: so there's another, there's a couple other st- things going on there. In terms of the uh, blood gems, what I saw a lot of people do as well was you can Necrolite a stack, and whenever you move a blood gem, if, it, if that one blood gem gave plus 15 attack, that moved blood gem will also still give 15 attack.
0: So oh. you can... It,
1: Yes, you can so extremely easily. Let's say that you've played a lot oh, of. Oh, that's crazy! Yes, yes, yes. So there, there is another quillboard that has battle cry. Give your blood gems plus one health. Health, yeah. So that is more of a brand thing, and then you roll a few of those, and what happens then is you can very easily buy a normal sized trickster, play it. Uh, Necrolite all the gems on that trickster, and suddenly you have a 200 health trickster. That is so. It's like possible.
0: old. It's like old. Uh, like it's like cookie. cookie yeah, it's stuff. like cookie chemist.
1: Not really, because you're not duping the gems, but you will get a very large minion. Mm-hmm. So, but the minions that you take the blood gems from, they they lose all the stats. Of course, oh, they right? do
0: lose all the stats. Oh, okay. okay yes. Okay. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, but I mean, I mean, if you're getting a i thought I trick, thought they were yeah.
0: keeping those those extra health no, stats. Not, oh, I mean, okay. No.
1: The um, But, I mean, it's still... It's extremely uh, versatile because you can move them around like that. Right.
0: Um, yeah, that's good that... if you're playing Vol'jin, though. Right?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. With Vol'jin, you can do some crazy yeah. shit. Um. So, a very, very, very peculiar thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I think it's absolutely worth noting, is you were talking about Battlemaster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Both of my Quillboard games were carried about Battlemaster being on tier 4 because... When you can play a very high health Battle Master and you put a few gems on it to give it attack, suddenly that is a extremely relevant minion. So both my quillboard game had Battle Master in the mid game, where I was able to increase the attack of the Battle Master so that it was immediately relevant. Because if your gems, even in the mid game, right, it's going to be like plus six attack, attack, plus seven attack, three gems on a Battle Master, and suddenly that thing is almost killing, you know, one shotting anything it touches. Attack, yeah. Yeah, and it has a and it has a bunch of health, um, and then yeah, you have them on screen as well. Gem Smuggler and Charlie, like essentially any card that says play a blood gem and do it AOE, right? Especially that benefits from the buffed blood gems. So I I, I, I alluded to it a bit earlier. Uh, Charlie says play a blood gem on all of your minions. If your blood gems are up to fifteen attack, that means you're giving your entire board plus fifteen permanent attack so i mean it was insane right I, I actually had i actually had two um two charlies on my end board um like i actually won the game with that because i mean it's like okay i'm going to
0: keep that my course. charlies keep- were giving plus one plus one i just want to say like i didn't uh, do
1: i didn't do what I did, you were doing <laughs> I did it wrong then, oh by the way we got a rate from natty thanks Oh, so uh,
0: thank you so thanks. much appreciate that welcome guys yeah I saw yeah. some people uh you know taking advantage of like Bissell Botch, but for that that those those blood jumps weren't permanent. But in the fight it was it felt pretty good, but they weren't they weren't super permanent. I want to like first of all say like that's a great name, Bristleback. I
1: think it's uh yeah, yeah really good reference uh to the composer. Right. Um can can you show it again on screen? Because
0: there was no one in my life lo- I never hey. saw it. Oh, so it's, uh, it's a 6-drop, that's why. Avenge 1, yeah. play a blood gem on all your cobras. So it's Avenge Ooh, 1. So but when, that, is, that is pure combat. Yeah, 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 when you combat with Duo, though, it's like, OK, well, all right, it's, you're just scaling. So it, yeah, the, the I, downside is the, the combat. It's combat-focused. It's weird, yeah. But yeah. the no, fight, I, the I, fight I, was strong. I, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if,
1: if you can juice up your gems a little bit, then it's insane, right? Like let's say your gems are up to uh several attack points, several health points. Right. Then then yeah. But the problem is Quillboard don't actually do much avenge stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, if, you play like, like a you played like they, a they... what is it, a ghost coiler, a gas curler. That, right. that was that was all they did. That's what they were doing. <laughs> they played a uh, gas coiler. <laughs>
1: So kind of like, um, yeah. like, a Peshmer, right? You, you run a coiler with a Peshmore and then it's
0: like Nagas, you're Nagas, but you just have that trigger yeah. event. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, just yeah. it was just pumping. I was like, oh, I can't kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, OK, I guess that's balanced. I can absolutely see that
1: being crazy where that, that might be one of those things where it's kind of like ghoul of the feast as well, where that flew under the radar at the start mm. Mm. and then we played with it and we're like oh this is busted beyond crazy broken you know old ghoul of the feast uh completely unnerved was just like oh i mean it doesn't matter we just win every fight so it is very possible when you are looking at avenge one and then having a beneficial effect
0: yeah avenge one is crazy i want to say like anything with avenge one just like always feels like really good and we can like go to someone dead cards and stuff like that but yeah i was Pretty like sure. okay uh, but I do think Quillbirds are in a much better spot uh, overall, because it's very it's... interesting. And, and yeah, the, the upper limit seems very high. Yeah, with uh, with how how you can impact every individual gem. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And um, we haven't talked about Undeads at all. Actually, Let's, uh, oh,
1: so Radio Star I think is the one that jumps out. I don't know if that was the same for you.
0: Uh, I don't know if I did the. Um... Did I split Undead? Where's Undead? <laughs> okay,
1: I mean I can just uh, explain, right? So the the Radio Star is the three drop. It's a three one Death Rattle text. Get a plain copy of the minion that killed this minion.
0: Okay, I found it. Oh. So
1: that's uh, that's if you want to compare that to a unit that we know right now.
0: It's the coin naga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that guy. Yeah, that guy is so strong. I was like, oh, oh it dude. stole my six drop. I like, I, I okay. So I, okay, Lich Vizal uh, is okay. broken. <laughs> Just let's start off. And I was able to like get a six drop, turn six or so, or turn five or six, like eight gold. I had a six drop. Yeah, that's the one. Right, and and it stole so, we're, my we're, six we're, drop. Feeling one drops at the start. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. So turn I one, was... turn one, I go. Um, Point, Naga, take another court, Naga. Okay, but, <laughs> it's I mean, like okay. obviously high roll, but yes. I mean, it, the game is over, right? <laughs> like, how is very, that? Very, 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 very brief,
1: uh, right? Explanation. So, Lich Bazzil was reworked. That her hero power now costs you one gold, but the text is: get a minion from the tavern, take as much damage as its tavern tier. Yeah. I believe.
0: Yeah, that's text. correct.
1: Yeah. Um. So keep re- compare that to. Uh, a lich that would have to take three damage to buy a one drop, in terms of the old. Oh, now not not even three damage, right? Because old lich was take two per coin, so that's six damage,
0: right? So <laughs> it it was so funny. I I had so... to choose between Lich Vizal and and M- mutinous, and they're like, oh, one steals the minion, one steals like consumes a random one for the shot. I was like, which one's better? <laughs> I was just like, how is this? You know, <laughs> like, this one is yeah. like way better. <laughs> You're, and you take some damage, but the damage
1: gets made up for. Yeah, you you, you
0: win. win every fight, so you're not even struggling. Yeah, for so sure. That, that is indeed a
1: mental block that some people might have, where they say, "Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take like three damage for a three drop." But I mean, think about all the damage you take from losing fights. You take none of that anymore because you're so much ahead. Yes, you're so ahead.
0: I was, I, it was it, the early game have, was so oh. stupid. I was just like, "Oh, this is not balanced." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But they stole my six drop at turn eight I was like both are just one <laughs> you know he's just taking my goods I think oh man he had like two of them and one of them got my six the other one got like a right. at, at three or something yeah little little bit of a thing here
1: Lich King loves this right so when and debt are in I will go three on three with Lich King and
0: try to get this and then reborn it <laughs>
1: Oh then, yeah, oh. dude. I mean, that's that's the nuts, right? This card. So I this will,
0: card doesn't seem fair. I will say, like, I yeah, don't, I think fair. it needs probably some change or somewhere. I mean, um. good, like, compare it to the
1: coin knocker, right? Yeah, coin Naga right. It's just way
0: better.
1: to get it early, and then this thing. Not only does it just pretty much always proc, right? Your opponent pretty much has to have an empty board, or you need to be too greedy with it, right? Putting it too far back. So this thing is pretty much guaranteed to proc because of one HP. It steals a body instead of a coin, so you already get the effect, you get the coin because the minion can be sold. Uh, but the body gives you tempo, and then sometimes it's more than just tempo, you steal an actual card that you yeah, want. You, need, you get an
0: archetype, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, so it's um, yeah, very, very good. But I mean, I, I knew this when I so. When I reviewed Undead on stream, I was like, oh, this is The Nuts. And then I saw Zillow Bones. I was like, okay, early Zillow Bones is also really good, probably. Wait, what's Zillow Bones? <laughs> it's the 4-drop. It's uh, the 4-drop that gains plus 3 HP. Oh, yeah, yeah, speed. yeah.
0: That card is so crazy, dude. What? <laughs>
1: That was my undead on the stream. Huh? I looked at it. Okay, Radio Star is good. Zero Bones is good. Yeah, the yeah. Rest is this card stupid.
0: is so stupid as well. Yeah, those I agree. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> good, <laughs> good assessment, right? Okay, we can move on. <laughs> I played with uh, this, dude. I was and I played it with, with Max in, and I'm just oh. like. Oh, okay. you know, I pop. A, I pop what menace, menace get, plus nine, right? Like it's just like oh, I start with a five ten. I had a menace. I was like, oh, this is a five ten. I, I if on four, I'll yeah. buy it. Yeah. And then it's just like a five fifty. Like you know, three turns. I'm just like, well, it, well, it has more attack, but like yeah, you know, it yeah. it scales like crazy. I was like, how is like plus three health is way too much for sure. Like this thing needs to maybe be toned down a little bit. Look, it's definitely weird how. Good, the scaling cards are right, and then there you can yeah. buy cards that don't scale like at all, right? And then there's these cards that just like scale crazy. And,
1: See, this is why I rate Peggy so much, right? Because, yeah, that's I, I, that me is Peggy, where like peggy is like a card but then it also gives you like i don't know nine, nine, nine. Yeah, nine, yeah, nine, yeah like in a, good, in a good turn 2020 or some shit right yeah. but um yeah so and then every turn it does that yeah so that that was that's always why i like peggy so much it's like no no like it's a decently static. i like when peggy
0: when i have another peggy All right. yeah <laughs> oh, that's i had nice. i had a game with double peggy for sure like yeah, early I and mean, it was like yeah, ooh, that's right.
1: you just you just don't lose
0: fights anyway yeah so anyways
1: um, so that's that's a trend I guess we are noticing with the self-scaling stuff, seems uh, to be doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree same with like the, the mech, the security drone thing that's that scales end of turn. There's, I mean, and again, right? That's probably gonna be fine. This is just mm-hmm. enjoy it. But yeah, do look at your cards and, and ask yourself, what does this actually do? Right. So the Zillow Bones, what, what Collins did there is an ability that, that good players have. They do that very easily, like oh, this is a five ten and with upside, because yeah. it was like I have, a, I have a menace. So, and then if you have a taunt, it's always going to proc, and it's like it's, it's guaranteed a five ten. So that's then you can very easily look at a card. Oh, okay, that's insane because you know it's a five ten when it comes down, and then the turn after yeah, that, the
0: turn after it's yeah, it was just like yeah, I might, <laughs> summon five minions. that fight, right? Because then buy I buy. I had a color. I had a buster. <laughs> I did. I yeah, did, yeah. I did, I did and
1: then you have a, buster, <laughs> and then you resummon
0: a. That's like, just like yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, so that feels like it will probably not continue to give three health per avenge yeah, when yeah. It's, uh, or per revenge. Per First summon, uh, yeah. summon, yeah. First summon. I call it avenge, but it's, yeah, it doesn't even have
0: to die. You just have to no, summon. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... Although it is harder to summon things, right? Like, yeah. things will always, yeah. I think, and, you will and, not always summon. And, and maybe, but, like, it can be hard to scale the health. I mean, the attack, if you don't have any, like, attack scaling synergy. So, that, oh yeah, it's, that's, it's, like, it's the downside. You're trying to get a new brag. Yeah. Or quill boys or something. So I yeah. think quillboars might be like, hey, give you your attack for all the things that don't that have tons of health, but no attack. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we'll probably see some nice hybrids. Hybrids. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Um cool. But those are those are the two that jumped out, right? I tried I tried the sister death whisper Uh didn't feel good at all. I tried a new brag, but it was probably too slow. Uh, it just, yeah, I, yeah, so. They're well, just... when there is
1: power creep and you're playing something that wasn't altered, yeah, <laughs> you have to ask yourself, like,
0: okay, why am yeah. I playing the? I, I will say, Hungering Abomination was good, was still like Avenge One, like, gain plus, yeah. like, that's still good. This, this
1: card flies under the radar for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I've, sure. uh, I've definitely snap picked this card over like others, five drops, and then my chat was like, why are we taking that? And I was like, all right, ask me again in two turns when yeah, you see how big this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, this thing this thing is
0: pretty solid, so I do agree with that.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like, but again, set up dependence, right? Some boards you're like, right, eh, right. maybe I get lucky. But essentially, if you have a risen rider, right, that that screams like, oh my god, I get a taunt and then another taunt, and then I have some other weak shit in the back. So then by the time they can hit the A-bomb, it's actually already big enough to survive and Oh, especially because people put their biggest attack minions first a lot of the time. So then your Risen Rider will block those so that when they do hit your A-bomb, it's with one of their middle minions, and it doesn't actually get one shot. So yeah, just beautiful if you have the, the tree board.
0: Yeah. And then uh, I believe we have Nagas and then neutrals to go over. Sure. OK, yeah. Uh, let's speed run it yeah in terms of right. nagas um i played a decent amount of nagas i will say the reef riffer is pretty powerful uh for for a hyper leveling at least for me yeah. with um yeah. with lava lurker so you, and they're both on two right so lava lurker reach riffer oh, yeah. they're both on two and then every time you level it gets stronger so it just makes your your lava Lurker pretty easy to, to scale with so I, I was pretty happy with this card um, Zesty Shaker. I couldn't find like the best way to use this. It looked like potentially strong, um, especially if you have like setup. Yeah, I think it's the Crooner,
1: uh, the scaling spellcraft that really likes this card because then you get to cast it multiple times per turn. Oh,
0: the Crooner. I never got. Th- I never played with it because I was like, oh, plus one, plus one. I can't. I can't oh, invest. Yeah. <laughs> I think if, if you uh, if you buy a Zesty on three and then you roll this,
1: like this this essentially scales twice as fast. Ah, okay, so that's the that's the idea. I appreciate
0: that because I didn't yeah, know I guess, what to do with it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's what the devs had in mind because I looked at this as well. I was like, yeah, this is great if I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the game, that's what I was
0: thinking. Yeah, this is useless. <laughs>
1: like, oh, let me just buy a 2-2 that gets one plus one per turn. But then obviously, you know, you have like two... Of those guys on the board, Uh, then the spellcrafts. You know, obviously there's there's huge potential here for speeding up the process when you have Mm -hmm. multiple of either crooners or shakers. shakers, Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, Not good standalone. I I agree. Mm -hmm. I did not get a chance to really play any Nagas, but I do share your opinion on that two drop because I did buy that two drop right some games, and it did allow me to level fast, so it was nice.
0: Yeah, it, it, we, there's not, like, that much stuff to do with... It feels like some archetypes have, like, one direction, I, I would say. And I definitely kind of yeah. get that feeling yeah, with Nagus as I well.
1: I think that's fine, right? Okay. Um, although, I guess, yeah, there, I, I do get what you mean with, like, mechs, for instance. There's Boombox and then Buster, but then also just, like, chunky yeah. uh, shieldy shieldy yeah, 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 right? Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah, so with with Naga, I suppose it's more because they have that support underlying where um, you might not be playing like a pure Naga board in different ways, but you have like, okay, this is just like big Naga uh, with like buffing a myrmidon, don't, or this is yeah, go ahead.
0: Those type of uh, archetypes don't have a lot of things to do early. Basically, they need that six drop usually to kind of start giving them all the support pieces to make them pop off. So like Kaligos is the same problem. Where, if you uh, if you don't hit the Kelly, goes like you're like, uh, you know, am I really? Nagas
1: Nagas are a very six drop heavy, right? They're mm-hmm. a top end, right? They're a top end heavy uh, composition, mm-hmm. but in return for that, I mean, it's out now, right? The Wind Fury got removed, but uh, the Wind Fury spellcraft and the Divine Shield spellcraft worked really well yeah. uh, with cleaves, right. so that that used to be their thing. Um and, and Nagas in in a way for me were fine because even though it was very six drop top heavy. It felt really good to pop off with, right?
0: Yeah, it system. did. It did. Yeah, the yeah. Greta, for instance. Oh, I wonder if dragons are going to feel that way if you have this, uh, like, oh, this is I amazing. Yeah, I bet.
1: I think when you have the, br- let's say, two Kellys and a Bram. yeah, that already have- sounds so broken. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And 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 the cool thing is that there is a Murloc dragon. So before, when you were playing like pure a dragon, you needed Amalgadon to proc your uh, Primal fins and stuff, right? but now you don't Wait, uh, need that you can try again. oh it's a skyfin oh oh, the the sky sky fin. Fin. oh, yeah of course yeah yeah sure So uh, you just have a you just have one skyfin on your board with brand and then every single murloc battle cry is also relevant to that skyfin and then uh, most importantly of course primal fin so that you can go like chef chef a primal fin play a primal fin discover four things those four things might be battle cries or a pair or uh, a tad, right? Uh, you know the life, so it's <laughs> that's that's really the cool thing when you can just slam those cards on tier six. So I, I think that it is true that it's it's probably also going to be a top end heavy build where it needs a lot of big boys. But when you can, so maybe if you remember this, because uh, I, I can, I feel like I can say sort of feelings of game states, and you you understand that where you use the power level, go to six, and then just buy Kelly straight from the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was good, right? And then you just popped off. So maybe we get that back now, where it's like early six, you buy the Kelly. So maybe Dragons is again like that, where it's not so much, oh, let me just slowly build up to it. No, play some random tempo stuff, level, 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 get to six, buy the Kelly.
0: You reminded me, Uh, right? You didn't play that much Murloc. But this upbeat Flutist, I think was crazy. It's a two drop at the end of every two turns. You give a random in your hand, plus nine health. Yeah, it, that seems a lot. That is so much. No, it is so much. And well, and yeah, you no can way, you can easily have like a, a, a scarfin in your in your in your composition, right? So that thing will give the card in your hand plus five plus five when it dies. So you'll get this and that's set up, then you'll you'll buy something. That thing gets plus five uh thirteen or fourteen plus five fourteen. For the next combat right that's on top of its base stats so i did this a couple of times and i'm just like every time I'm like that i just win you know like i just win for a while uh yeah. especially if you're hitting something really really powerful so I, I definitely think that could be adjusted as well the 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 nine health is a bit much uh, in terms of and it's every two turns right so it's not like you it stops during that yeah yeah so so
1: to to, to let's make that a concrete thing in the game right so we uh, level on turn two. Mm-hmm. We buy this on turn three. Yeah. Turn three is the first turn. Turn four is the second turn. Yeah. Turn five is the uh, seven gold turn. So on seven gold, you get to play something with plus nine HP on it.
0: Yeah. It's it very that's strong. That's, yeah, yeah.
1: That's as you go to tier three, right? That's not late in the game. That's yeah. yeah as and you go it's to, like,
0: who yeah. cares if you're holding like you you know, like a something for? Yeah, a you, turn. Lose, like, it doesn't you lose. You lose and
1: take two yeah. extra damage yeah. or yeah. something.
0: That's it's uh, really like I mean, nine health i was like why what? What is this <laughs> like okay
1: it is it is around it is around seven gold eight gold uh that you do want that power spike so you can go to four and not take mm-hmm. a million damage, not
0: take so. damage yeah yeah that is that is a very good time to get stronger yeah so definitely think this is a bit much uh but when yeah since since you say you didn't play that much i was like i do have to know like, cannot... yeah i will i mean yeah the fact
1: that this was never on my board probably gives you an indication of how much murloc was banned in my lobbies yeah because I would have I would have bought this on tier two every time yeah
0: yeah murlocs was really cool um, in terms of what they could do uh so uh it, it it feels very different it does not feel like old murlocs at all so definitely, definitely, definitely. so
1: definitely a success in terms of revamping the type mm-hmm. yeah I was, like it is uh, it is a very different thing now. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess if you're gonna take poison away, you gotta do you know, gotta do something,
0: right? Yeah. I mean Venom was still relevant. I did have there were some use mm-hmm. cases which with giving venom, but overall it it definitely was a different argument. Mainly big taunts, I suppose, where that's a nice counter. Mm-hmm. Like the Orzuls and the Master of Reality. <laughs> I, I do. I sniped the opponent's biggest minion for the win. And it was just I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like he <laughs> He had like a, a battle master in the back and then like my one poison was like, Yep, I'm gonna win you the game. And it was so I was just like, damn I I I met feel so salty <laughs> about that <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, it did happen. Uh, but lastly we do have neutrals to talk about. There were definitely a lot of neutral changes. Mistake, right? A one drop amalgam. I don't know if you utilize this at all. Uh, not was, really yeah. it
1: didn't feel uh,
0: insane to me That's, and I think that's probably due to the poison changes right with no yeah, yeah. poison there's not yeah. a lot of ways to really make this feel PS immediately so I, I, I think it was probably okay to have this but yeah I, I didn't feel any two impacts from having this in the game as well it's like a
1: soaker for buffs right yeah. you can you can buff it with some tier 2 shits
0: what's your thoughts on the the changed manted queen
1: Any... Yeah, you're really uh, so reborn is now your divine shield, right? Yeah, so the, the way so so two big changes to manted queen. So number 1 is venomous instead of poison, obviously mm-hmm. cuz poison's no longer in the game. The other one is that they have removed the divine shield adaptation, which I think makes makes sense, sense yeah, yeah. You would re- you would feel really bad when you have a venom manted queen where she is shielded, but then for a second hit, when the shield is gone, there is no poison. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they worked around that with Reborn. So now the Mantid Queen attacks, dies, and comes back with Venom and attacks again. So you do, get, you do still get two Venom charges mm-hmm. on your Mantid Queen if you adapt Reborn the same way how it used to be if you would adapt um,
0: the Vine Shield. Yeah. I, I want to say, yeah. like, putting this in the back just did not feel good at all. Like, opponents no, no. just learned, and they are mm-hmm. like, here's we, always we... a bumper. We lead with the manted, yeah you sure. lead yeah so that, that was my takeaway like you lead lead with the manted, hope you hit some big ton or something like that so that was definitely something relevant there fireworks and then duo we haven't we haven't really talked about upbeat duo but this was like the big winner of the whole of the whole play test in yes. my opinion so
1: so again for those who are listening uh choose a minion at the end of every two turns it gives you a plain copy so yeah, very very big value engine, giving you more
0: copies of the cards you already have. Yeah, a bit too strong in terms of like the flexibility of the card. You right, you get to pick any minion you want or or so. So definitely a weird one, and and it just works really well with Firework Fanatic. This the card after whenever you get a minion you already have, give your minion plus one plus one. I definitely had a couple of people just playing those two and that was it like that and the selfless that was like well they had infinite selfless you know but that was that was their whole comp and they just just steamrolled me and i was just like damn i didn't do it i i couldn't beat them they were doing nothing (laughs) still lost to that so i wonder how they're going to change that to make it feel a little bit more balanced because the way it currently is it's been much
1: yeah i i i want to say I'd be surprised if it hits life like that but i I don't know i I wouldn't be surprised exactly right yeah. um yeah I think it's one of those things that will probably get adjusted quickly, but it'll i'm i would not be surprised if it's going to hit yeah live. day
0: day one's gonna be pretty scary uh if you're not aware <laughs> uh, but you'll get aware quickly
1: yeah. I like tell
0: you that. yeah you're gonna learn
1: you're <laughs> gonna learn so it's kind of like that arana fireworks at least thing where you need to see it one time and then you're like oh okay okay i see it it's disgusting um so the uh so again for those of you who may not have been paying attention earlier the uh the combo is you have the upbeat giving you more copies of the things you already have and then if you can get a brand, you heavily, heavily accelerate this process because um, you will get two of the minion that you already have, which means that you will triple guaranteed, right? Uh, even if you already have two pairs uh, or two copies, you'll get uh, number three and number four. The um, the way how you can set that up then is you can very, very easily golden your uh, fireworks and you can get more duos. So you can use the duo to make more fireworks and more duo. So that's that's so disgusting because it's it's a scaling engine.
0: Why does it fec- why does it remember the proc the card you picked before it, right? Yeah. Isn't that just crazy to me? I that and, is
1: the that is the insane thing to, to mention here. And I think it's it's really good that you remind me of that, that you, you say that. Cause I had the, I uh, didn't
0: know. I was I was wondering oh, I was wondering why do dog was getting 10 cards. I was like, oh, how's is it the bread? It <laughs> didn't even have it. was like oh yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that is the um that's the crazy part where the the tripled version indeed remembers what you targeted before. So you you just get those two plus the other two, and that is what we're talking absolute minimum. And let's say that you got you know unlucky and you didn't get the brand when you were setting this up. You can just play a Drakari Enchanter, and then it's like you branded it because it's end of turn. Right. <laughs> so and then that's not that hard, right? You can you can find it after the fact. Whereas normally with Battlecry, Minions, you didn't have a brand when you played it. Tough luck. You can't rewind that. Like, it's like this need buddy, right? You played it already. You can't just, like, take the brand, pick it back up, and play it again. With Drakari Enchanter, you're essentially getting that option, where if you weren't getting 10 cards, you are now getting 10 cards. <laughs> but I mean, you probably don't even need it as you, you get, get stronger. More... Yeah. yeah, you'll just get more upbeats, right? Because you'll target upbeat, and you'll target f- fireworks, and you just get that. And that's, that's just so insane. And it's in every single game, right? So that's yeah. the difficult. That's, yeah. that's the problematic thing. Where, if it is as insane as it looked to us uh, in the playtest, you will see it dominate many, many lobbies because mm-hmm. it's it's always in, and it's on four, right? The combo yeah, is on. It's on four. four. Yeah, we've seen this with Boombox, right? You can't put something that good, that accessible, because then people just donkey roll for it. You you can donkey roll for cards on four, like that's a valuable strategy.
0: Hmm. yeah all right uh yeah so that's that's something to look into um in terms of neutrals other the neutrals right i think jacari enchanter has to be talked about as well end of turns triggering twice pretty good in this particular set of cards added right there's a lot of things like the upbeat effect and and the uh, other you know little synergies with uh you know the mechs and whatnot there's a there's a lot of cars that actually take advantage of this so it's actually not that bad kind of feels like the next um brand uh bone mare not bone mare but uh titus brand titus dracari is like the next in line in terms of right i mean it is loose
1: problem, right, rag buddy
0: so uh we have seen
1: this there there are some really freaky things you can do with this mm-hmm. um for instance the uh Ticketus coin prize is end of turn. <laughs> so you can fill your hand with coins with the Drakari enchanter and the Ticketus coin prize. So quite relevant, right? This might make you actually pick coin
0: because then when you see Drakari you can copy your coin every time. Hmm. Yeah, well that's so if, stuff. if you like coins and not like, you know, minions. <laughs> uh, I mean the way the way it works, right? So you start with one coin.
1: You uh-huh. use it, you get you get two coins back. You use those two coins, you get four coins back. Oh, is that four coins. Works? Yeah, yeah. So I've I've done it. It's a YouTube video. <laughs> so then you then you can have uh, the the problem at that stage is you don't actually want to go up to ten coins because then you'll mill your price. <laughs> so you want to uh, you want to get um, uh, you want eight to keep points. it at uh, yeah eight or nine yeah eight you want to leave okay. a spot. I see, so, but i mean that's that's still it's 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 like you take two turns right like you start your turn with eight or nine coins that's that's it's really good that's yeah. definitely a the best prize you could get yeah. at that stage
0: very powerful okay
1: yeah some some weird interactions that will happen that we don't uh, that we're not even aware of right now did you play with the boogie monster I
0: saw one player pull it off, uh, but I never saw Boogie Monster. Uh, I, I played with Boogie Monster. How'd it feel? And I gotta say, early it felt good, and as soon as you have to buy six drops, ugh, I hated it. It should reset. It should, I don't, don't like uh, that uh, you have to keep buying sixes, because it's not that easy to buy sixes, and you also have to be on six. Which is yeah. something you can actually avoid doing <laughs> if, if you if it just if you only need one six drop, uh, like maybe a triple will give you the six you need, and then you don't have to be on six. But the yeah. fact that you have you can only scale by getting sixes, and it doesn't like give you like double the proc or anything like that. It just doesn't feel that crazy. So, if it either reset, which I think is preferred, or it had a boost a boosted bonus if it was a tier six. Those two I'd been more okay with.
1: We have to keep in mind, though, right? Theo is an absolute premium scaling engine. Yeah. And that targets three minions. Yes. So are we sure that we want to get plus one, plus two to
0: our entire board and give it an extremely Uh, accessible scaling? Fine, Shady. Whatever. i'm just saying it didn't win me the game freely shady that's all
1: yeah i think this is more a tempo tool that you use and then you know if you hit more boogie monster you can maybe do it right but the uh the 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 downside is that well maybe not now maybe not in this meta because health does matter more now um the, the reason why Theo is so insane in the current meta is that it's extremely good to swap in double Leroy double manted endgame. Uh-huh. So then you can you can very easily build three large minions and then add tech. Right. Now that man now that manted is weaker, now that uh Leroy is not weaker necessarily, but it's a bit um how do you say I feel like Leroy is really strong because you can start with the Leroy's and then you have the uh, additional uh, mantids afterwards. Whereas if you only have the Lioris to, to pew pew with, it's it's harder to catch all the uh, opponent's stats. Anyways, I mean, it's it's a bit of a ramble, but it comes down to it where if, if stats are more important, then I can see buffing your board having more value.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I definitely think it does matter what you have on your board. and. While playing with it, it felt okay, but I definitely felt like uh, six is expensive in terms of okay. having to make sure you you find it and utilize it. So that was that was my issue. Where if it if it you know dropped down, it'd been a lot easier to keep keep you know procking and have that be your win condition. Because you do have to like find the pieces. Like sometimes you know you're not going to be holding fours and fives and stuff like that in your hand. So
1: that's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair.
0: No, no, no. And and I I'll defer to you because you actually played with the card. It's it's much
1: easier. Uh as even even one time right, it's invaluable to
0: assess a card. Yeah, so But you know, I can I can definitely see it being like but it's supposed to be your win condition. Right? Like it's a fixed uh-huh. job. Right? Uh-huh. Is it not? <laughs> Uh, the other cards are getting like 30 health per turn for free without doing anything i mean i have to buy cards uh, <laughs> i don't know it, it, can,
1: it can be a bit more like uh like a theodore um not a theater like um an uther where you just pick it up and you get some stats right so yeah you, you, maybe you can technically use this to go to six right if you buy the one the two well, the three you get well
0: stats. you you have to spend a turn and then go to six like the the cards that go to six well you don't have to do anything, right? It's just Eliza level, where this one you have to spend a turn, you know, getting your, your combo up. And then you have to spend the level. Then you have to buy a yeah. that is That is fair. So maybe um, too slow
1: to be a fast card and too fast to be a good slow card.
0: <laughs> so, I see what you're saying. Really, yeah. Like it, it's yeah, a weird middle ground middle. where you tempo with it yeah. five times and you sell it. Like, because you're like, I'm done. I, I, I'm not paying. <laughs> I'm not you know spending a tier six every time so it just it's just awkward um but this might just be like i feel like this is like a noob friendly card if if we change it right like oh i just buy a five. you know like i just buy one two three and i'm strong enough to win so that's like the scary part where if you do buff it it might be too noob friendly where um not noob like you know people who get this early just win at lower mmrs like if you get this early just win because it's so easy to to pilot from there that that might be the fear so i could definitely see that as a concern we have we
1: have seen indeed that that um, how good vanilla stats Mm -hmm. are yeah yeah (laughs)
0: like
1: that's the regular scaling so so. that that is
0: that is a fair concern
1: all right man um i'm gonna be a I'm going to have to run around this time. So
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we're we're good. So let's uh let's get to the the final points, the final topics. So Sorry. overall, that shall be our overview of the patch It's coming out on the 9th in a couple of days. So definitely tune out for that. Apparently, it's coming in sections, so it's not going to be immediately everything at once. So you'll be able Next. to slowly uh, calibrate and learn these different changes on meta but it's definitely going to be a different type of game especially if you're used to buddies it's going to be a little bit different so hopefully you guys enjoy that take some time and have a nice rest of your day so hopefully, you guys that's all we I got any, any fun or what should you I
1: don't know just like always thank you so much for listening really do appreciate it And hope you guys have a wonderful start of the new meta.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye.